0: Designer drugs have been around for decades. There's been a recent surge in new compounds, says Jill Head, a forensic chemist at a DEA research lab in Dulles, Virginia. In the last five or six years, we've seen upwards of 350, almost 400, new drugs emerge, and each one is somewhat different. Every drug has its own little story, says Michael Bauman, who heads the Designer Drug Research Unit a small team within the National Institute on Drug Abuse in Baltimore. When a new drug appears, it's up to chemists, pharmacologists, and researchers like Bauman to quickly develop tests that will detect the drug in a person's system and figure out how it works. They want to know the risks it poses and how best to treat people who have bad reactions. Though recreational marijuana is legal in four states and the District of Columbia, Synthetic cannabinoids are still in demand. Pot remains illegal for people under 21. Plus, military personnel, police officers, parolees, and athletes are all routinely screened for marijuana and other drugs. A big benefit of the newcomer drugs? Commonly used tests don't look for them. To improve such testing, Marilyn Huestis, a forensic toxicologist at NIDA, wants to identify the breakdown products of Spice and other designer drugs. The problem is that we're always behind the manufacturers, she says. As quickly as a drug becomes illegal, immediately other drugs are available on the market. To evaluate any new compound, she incubates a sample of the drug with pieces of human liver cells to see how long it takes the cells to break down the compound. The test tells you something about the potential danger of that drug, she says. A drug that is slowly metabolized is going to be active in the body for a longer period of time. Huestes then investigates how the drug structure changes when the body metabolizes it. For a given drug, she generally finds 12 to 25 different metabolites and identifies the most common ones, so testers can focus on the easiest to find compounds in blood or urine samples. Like many designer drugs, spice has its origins in the scientific literature, Questus says. Researchers created synthetic cannabinoids in the 1980s as tools to understand the body's endocannabinoid system, which is involved in learning, memory, appetite, fighting disease, and pain chemists were trying to make a compound that could snugly fit into endocannabinoid receptors, proteins that sit on the outside of cells and act as the system's gateway. They hoped that finding a key to unlock these receptors might lead to more effective painkillers. The folks that were making these never in their wildest dreams thought that the compounds would be diverted as drugs of abuse, Bauman says. But inevitably, clandestine chemists discovered how well synthetic cannabinoids replicate the effects of weed and started pumping them out. The first five synthetic cannabinoids were declared illegal in 2011. People tend to think, well, gee, cannabis really isn't bad for you. How can these be bad for you? But the potency makes a tremendous difference, Questus says. Some forms of spice are up to 100 times as potent as weed, A small amount can have a big effect, she adds. Though many people use the drugs without incident, some forms of spice can cause strokes, heart attacks, and kidney damage, she says. Psychosis is also a big problem. Most of Bauman's research has focused on bath salts, drugs designed to mimic a stimulant called cathinone. Cathinone occurs naturally in the cat plant, which grows on the Arabian Peninsula and in East Africa. Chewing the leaves gives a stimulating boost like that from drinking a cup of coffee, Bauman says. Synthesized by chemists, bath salts are more intense. Typically sold as a powder, bath salts produce feelings of euphoria and alertness, similar to the effects of amphetamines and cocaine but some chemical forms are even more powerful, MDPV, the most infamous component of the original wave of bath salts, can bring on a powerful crash involving suicidal feelings, delirium, and violence. The crash may happen because bath salts thwart communication between parts of the brain, and connectivity gets weaker with higher doses.